But if you've learned things like the major seven is one, three, five, seven, right? No flats anywhere. And then you've learned that the minor seven is one flat three, five flat seven. That's what you were learning. That's why we find the specific combination is not magic. We have these three chords. Okay, great. What if they, they were, so we have major seven, minor seven, dominant seven. You know, that minor seven chord, if I start it on, on C, it's, it's no longer, what I'm going to do now here, these were diatonic chords. And this right here is no longer diatonic, okay? Because I'm going to stick stuff in, in that key that really isn't respecting the, the, the sharps and, the, and so on. So the, the function of the key is what I mean. So I'm going to draw a major seven, um, a major seven, sorry, chord <laughs> right here. That stays the same, right? Because it just so happens that the one chord is still one. When you start on C, it's, it's, you're in the right key, you're in C major. So Do, Mi, Sol, Si, same thing, no change. Now I'm going to draw the two. 2-7, but I'm actually going to start it on Do instead of, of Re, right? I'm starting on C instead of starting it on the D. Obviously, right, I'm going to do this now because <laughs> we want to have that structure we spoke about. But let's just be clear. This does not really belong to C major. You know, this, this comes from another key. This would be the second. It's another mode, right? This comes from the Dorian mode. It's another key. This would be the second um, note right, the second degree, Do is the second degree of which scale is how you would think about this. But for the sake of demonstrating just, just the quality, like how it sounds, because that's what I'm, I'm trying to do here. Let me put that here. Okay, so what do we have here? We have the E flat, right, because we wanted a minor third. So from C to E flat, that's a minor third. Then we go from E flat to something G. Is it natural? Is it flat? Let's check. So in order to have the same structure we had here, let me just write it back up here so that you know exactly what we did. We said here that from D to F was a minor third. That's what we just did here. From C to E flat, we have a minor third. Then we said, okay, the next thing up is a major third, right? From F to A, there's only one sharp, it's G, and this is an A, so it doesn't have to be sharp or anything. So we have a major third. We do the same thing here. We're going from E flat to G. E flat, G, D, A, E, B, F, C has three flats. And the three flats are B, E, and A. This is a G. B, E, B flat, E flat, A flat doesn't include a G flat. So we know that this is fine. I don't have to do anything. It can stay natural. I know that the interval from E flat to G is major third, just like the same. Okay, check, check. And then we just have to check the other one, the top one here. So we remember that in the minor seventh chord, we had a minor third on the top, right? Because we're going from A to C. A has three sharps, F sharp, C sharp, G sharp. And C is one of those three sharps that I just mentioned. So if we're doing A to C natural, we have a minor third. <laughs> We're here with a G and we're going to a B, okay? So we want to make this a minor third. What is the key of G? G has only one sharp and it's F. This here is not an F, right? It's a D. 
So, all right, so we're looking at G. G is with a third up, right? We want to look at what, what is that um, B going to be? Is it flat? Is it not flat? Well, we want a minor third, right, as we just saw up here. G has only one sharp, it's F sharp. This note here is a B, it is not an F, so it doesn't need to be sharp. The B is fine the way it is to be a major third, but we want a minor third. So what I'm going to do to get a minor third, I'm going to flat this, right? So now we have the exact same structure. I've done the exact same thing. I took what we had here in that key, and I've, I've put it down here as if it started on this chord started on C. I've just transposed it. By the way, and you know this from the other video we did, but if you've learned things like the major seven is one, three, five, seven, right? No flats anywhere. And then you've learned that the minor seven is one flat three, five flat seven. That's what you were learning. That's why we find the specific combination is not magic. It's, it's actually kind of like math. Okay, so we've got this. And now let's just do the, the five seven chord as a last one, starting on the same notes, starting on C. So again, I'm just gonna draw one, three, five, and seven. And what happens in the dominant seventh chord? So we're now focusing on this chord here. All right, so you can already predict this if you've learned this way, what was it? You have one, three, five, seven. I'm gonna leave it like that for now, but already I'm gonna quiz you. <laughs> if you've memorized in this system, what are you expecting to see? And let's check back with you if you did this correctly. Where are the flats in here? So dominant seventh. Okay, I'm not gonna redo the entire demonstration because we just did it five minutes ago, but we had a major third at the bottom and then we had two minor thirds. Okay, so let's remember what the qualities were right here of those intervals. So we had from very quickly G to B. G has only one sharp, it's F sharp. B is, is not one of them, so that's a major third. Okay, if we wanna keep that same chord structure, I wanna build a major third from the Do, from the C. Hey, we're, we're in luck. <laughs> from, from C to E, from Do to Me, that's already a major third, so good, no work there. Okay, let's do the next one. I'm going from B to D, B to D. So what's this key signature for B? G, D, A, E, B, that's five sharps. F, C, G, D, A. What is this note? This is A, D. F, C, G, D, A. So this is a minor third. Okay, how do we get a minor third from an E? Right here. We want an E going to a G. G, D, A, E, that's four sharps. F, C, G, D. So that G right here should be sharp, and it's not. It's not because we want a minor third. So the way to make this into a minor third is simply not to put any sharps to it. Right? If you want to think of it that way, you could just say, we purposely chose not to put a sharp. That made it a minor third. That's great. So, so far we have major third here, minor third here, that respects the, the right thing. And now let's do the very last one. We go from D all the way to F. So G, D has two sharps. And guess what? F, C, this should have been a sharp, and it's not. So what do we conclude? Minor third. Let's do the same here. We want to add and stack that extra third here. So what is this particular interval going to be? Well, we start on G, and we're going all the way to B. 
So G has only one sharp, right? G has F sharp as a sharp. And this is a B. B has nothing to do with F. doesn't have to be sharp. So if I leave it like that, that's a major third. But we want a minor third because we're taking the exact same interval structure and we're just building it on a different different note. But all of the intervals should be identical. So major third, major minor third. So major third, minor third. And guess what? Minor third. So how do I get this to be a minor third? Well, so how do I get this to be a minor third? Well, I make it flat. So what do we have here? One, three, five. And remember here, flat seven. So this is where this came from. <laughs> it came from all of this. Okay, so let me just erase all of the red markings because now you have them in your active memory. You've seen it. You know where it comes from. It's not confusing anymore. You're like, yeah, we just took this, kept the same interval structure, and just built them on a different root. Cool. So what that means for us is we've now created three different chords. We've created a major seven chord, and this is why I read it this way. And there's also a video on notation that... You can go check out if you're not too familiar with this, but so we've got a major seventh chord, a two minor seventh, and this is what we call the dominant seventh. And it's actually a capital five, but with that seventh, we call it dominant seventh, just because the dominant chord is such a special chord. We'll talk a little bit about that in another video about tonal theory and just like the importance of the, the five chords. It's just such an important chord. It gets its own name. It's a dominant chord, right? It dominates everything. It's really amazing. So major seven, minor seven, dominant seventh. And here you see it. Here's everything we were trying to demonstrate so far. They all look the same. Are they the same? They all look the same on the staff. They all look the same on the piano, you know, on the keys. But then look here. If I were to put them starting on the same note, they're totally not the same chords. They're not built the same at all. In fact, let me show you here what they look like and you'll see they not, no longer look all the same on those white keys because those, you know, starting on the same note, you'll see if I were to bring them all on that note, they, they, they're totally different chords. They're three completely different chords. Let me show you. This is the C major seven. Now let's do the second one, which is the minor seven. So we're going to say the flat third and the flat seventh. Okay, and now let's do the dominant seventh chord. It's just that one, that seventh, the seventh is flat. And see, let me just play them side by side. I think you've heard it by now. <laughs> so you're gonna be like, yes, Krina, why are you showing me this? But just take a moment and like feel the awe and amazement. They looked all the same and yet look, even when you've listened to them, you know, Listen and, and see how they're on the keyboard. They're just completely different. So here it goes. Major seventh, minor seventh, and dominant seventh. 